Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. Um, Joining us today is Tom Malloy once again. If you're just tuning in, this is actually part three in the three episode series on what Tom Malloy and I are referring to as the filmmaker path. And it's this idea that filmmaking is a complex and at times frustrating process. And our goal is to break down the whole idea of making an independent film from start to finish, looking at it through sort of a linear path where you put one foot in front of the other, you have blinders on, you stay focused, and you get it done. So in the first episode of this series, uh, Tom talked about film funding and shared some of his best tips and practices on raising money for films. So you're going to want to go back and listen to that. In the last episode, Tom talked about his experience producing films. Uh, So that's certainly not one to miss. And today we're going to focus on the ever-growing, exciting topic of film sales and film distribution. And I kind of made, you know, when I said exciting topic, uh, I said it that way because, you know, a lot of filmmakers are so focused on actually making the film that you forget that, you know, in order to make all of this happen, you ought to have a plan for how your film is going to reach the marketplace uh, for maximum profit. So, you know, Tom, I'm, I'm, you know, once again, I'm, I'm just so excited that you're here, that you're able to share this information with your listeners. Uh, I know that we're in for a real treat. Okay, thank you, Jason. Well, this is the last of the three podcasts on paths. And the first was the film funding path and how you kind of go down that path from the idea in your head to, to putting things together, a business plan and all that stuff, to actually getting the financing for your movie. The second was this big, gigantic monster of the film production path and how you want to move from, you have the financing and now you want to get that screenplay in order, you want to attract the main actors and you want to uh, shoot the film and get it in the can and go through post-production and finish it. So today, we're talking about film sales. And this is something that, again, this many people don't understand. I, I said it from the, from the last podcast, is that the film funding path and the film sales path are really unique. And those are the things that most people don't understand. And it's a mystery. The film production path, there's a lot of people that do understand it. And there's a lot of people that do make films. And, and if you are at a loss of how to put a film together, you can hire people that do know how to do it. You can hire a great UPM, a production man, unit production manager, or a great line producer, or a great assistant director, or a combination of all these people, or even a nuts and bolts producer that you can bring on to get you through film production. But it's very tough, and, and trust me, I've been in this world a long time, uh, 20 plus years. It's very tough to find somebody that'll get you through the film funding path or the film sales path. Again, production, there's there are a dime a dozen. <laughs> you can get a lot of them, and there's, there's so many ways to skin a cat. I mean, you're going in different directions to get your film in the can and done. 
but the mystery ones seem to be funding. And now this one that I'm talking about, which is a film sales path. Again, I, I've thrown out a disclaimer here that I do talk some of the modules that we have at Filmmaking Stuff HQ because I use them as, as a blueprint for the for these path uh, podcasts. But the reason is, is that that's the way we laid them out. That's the way we created them, right? So when I talk about step one, two, three, four, this, you know, going down this path uh, and, and compare them to some of the modules that, that we have on Filmmaking Stuff HQ, that was because we designed them that way. So let's talk about what you have to do uh, as far as your film goes. The first uh, is you have to prepare your film for distribution. And again, <laughs> right right from the start, I'll tell you that we have a module called Film Distribution Preparation. And But the key is here is that you have to understand there are certain aspects of uh, finalizing a movie that you need before you're going to take it out to the market. And that is the aspects of the things you'll need for delivery, right? Uh, which is, you know, the, the, the nuts and bolts stuff of the, the ProRes 422 file and the uh, M&E track and, and, you know, all the legalese and order and all that stuff. But there's also things like the, the poster, the professionally designed poster, the trailer that's going to pop and all that stuff. So there's aspects of that. And then also uh, testing the film, you know, like meaning having people watch it and give you feedback and, and going through more and more edits and refinements to the, the point where that's the best version of the movie that you're going to have. So this all needs to be done. It's kind of like after the shoot, what do you do, right? And so all of these aspects that you put together to get your film in the best place to get it out into the world and and show it to the market, right? Now, you could take, there's almost like a fork in the road here. You can go down and focus on marketing your film uh, prior to the going for distribution and sales and stuff like that. Um, and I don't think necessarily that it precludes you from doing one or the other, like meaning if you focus on some marketing aspects, you could bring that to a traditional sales agent and distributor and show that to them and they'd be excited about it, right? So, and the reason I think of that is because we have a module called the Movie Marketing Blueprint uh, where you talk we talk specifically about getting uh, an audience together, an audience that's going to want to see the film. And I'll say that, you know, some people still have it in their head that self-distribution is the way they want to go. And, you know, I've done videos about that, that there was a window where that was a feasible way to distribute the film. But ultimately, I'm not a fan of that when you're, you're trying to get your film out to the widest audience possible. So, uh, but... What I'm saying here, that I guess the asterisk here is that marketing can be done and building an audience for the film can be done no matter if you've you decided somehow you're going to do this self-distribution route and you, you feel you're going to be successful with it or you're going to go to the path that I recommend, which is getting to uh, sales agents and distributors. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, presenting sales agent distributors and saying, hey, I have a list of 10,000 people that want to see this movie. That's good. Right. And that's going to help you ultimately and help them do their job better. So uh, our path on filmmaking stuff HQ goes to international film distribution and then the American film market roadmap, which kind of go hand in hand. It's not like really you, you, you those are interchangeable. You can watch one before the other or, or one after the other. It doesn't matter. But the key is, is these both, the modules introduce the markets and sales agents and distributors and how to 
negotiate deals with them. First, how to meet them, how to get them attracted to your film, and then how to close the deals with those people, and then how to stay on top of them uh, for them distributing your film. Uh, the American film market is one of three major film markets. And truly, if you kind of know one, you kind of know them all. Because they, though they have their nuances and, and differences, they're, they're really quite similar. And the main three being uh, the European film market, Berlin, usually in February. Uh, COVID threw that off a little bit uh, as far as the curve went with these virtual markets. Um, Cannes, in, in normally again in May, uh, which is also called the Marché du Film. Uh, it goes on the same time at the Can as the Cannes Film Festival, and then the American Film Market, which is in November, historically in Santa Monica, California. Right. So those three markets, again, if you know one, if you if you listen to the module American uh, Film Market Roadmap, if you watch those videos, you kind of get all of them. Basically, you understand uh, markets in general. But what markets are are the place where you're going to find. Uh, the distributors and sales agents that are selling your film. The key is, if you look at it from a, almost like a trade show perspective, they're there with their uh, the films that they've already acquired and they're trying to sell it. You have to look at that other module, the international film distribution, and know how to attract these people before the markets, kind of in, in that gray area between the markets, right? That, that uh, you know, I said it's in February, May, and uh, November. So between February and May, between May and November and between November and February, how do you attract those people and how do you get them uh, to want to sell your film and take those films to markets? Because again, you have to think of markets like a trade show. If you've ever been to a trade show, there's a big floor and everybody has their booths and their presentations and all that stuff. And, that, and that's truly what these markets are like. So in any market, uh, you have to understand that though there are opportunities for you to get a deal and acquire a distributor or sales agent at the markets, that's not the main focus for the sales agents or distributors because their main focus is selling the movies that they already have. So I highly recommend trying to get deals between the markets so when that they the people go to the markets, they are ready to sell it, right? So when you go to AFM, you go, oh yeah, I have this company selling my movie. Like there's, a, I can walk by their, uh, in, the, in the case of AFM, their suite, and I can walk by their suite and see my poster on the outside in the hallway or, you know, big on the wall there or something like that. And that's what the goal that really you would want is to have them selling at the markets. So when the films are sold at, at, at film markets, that's when, you're getting deals internationally where it's in the UK and it's in France and it's in Spain, it's in Germany. And then also closing, you know, that you may have done a deal with a US distributor where they're putting it on platforms, VOD platforms all over the US. Maybe they've done a small theatrical, maybe there, there's a certain DVD aspect to it. You know, certain genre films can stu still do very well on Walmart DVD. And the key is at that point, um, your film is now out into the world. So understand this, that, you know, obviously you want to make money from that and hopefully you do. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are kind of worried that sales agents are going to steal their money or something like that. And I won't deny that there's probably a lot of, not a lot of, but there's, there's several unscrupulous sales agents that I've heard things about. But ultimately, I do find it tough to believe that that 
you know, the majority of them are sitting on some pot of gold that they've made from your movie and they're somehow not paying you. That really doesn't exist. I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's some that, that are doing that. But I think a lot of times filmmakers go in there thinking that the sales agent's going to somehow keep all their money or something like that. And that's not the case. And I, I would just say, uh, and I say these this in the modules too, is it, it just have an entertainment attorney look at that contract and really make sure and then ask around. One thing that I have always said is that it, it makes no sense in any job or, or any aspect of life to ask someone for references because it's a, a stupid practice, truly. Because you're most likely always going to get references of somebody that'll talk positive, right? If I had 20 clients and two were loved me, those are the references I'd give. You know, I wouldn't give the 18 that may hate me, <laughs> right? So that it's never a good thing. What I always say is a good thing is to just check up on your own, right? Just go to IMDb Pro and find some other films that this sales agent or distributor have sold and just reach out to the producers, right? And the key is most of the time, the producers will be happy to, to tell you if they like the sales agent or they hate the sales agent. So I think that uh, that's a much better practice than asking them for to give you references because they're just going to give you the films that, that like them. So ask around before you do that deal and find who you feel is the most honest and be transparent and will do the best for your movie. But one thing you have to understand, and I just want to tell you this right now, and, and maybe this is sad news, but they movies don't make what they used to especially on platforms you know uh, that that's my issue too with some of the self-distribution is that somebody says you know i have a thousand people that want to see my movie on amazon okay well then your movie let's just say thousand people bought your film or rented the film for five dollars right so you're able to self-distribute it on amazon for five dollars for a rental okay so you have a thousand you made five thousand dollars from your movie I'm assuming your movie had a budget of a lot more than $5,000. So there's your thousand people that you've put together have made you $5,000 um, and your movie cost half a million dollars, right? So that's that, that's a mistake, right? So you need to be on all these platforms, you know, 30, 40 platforms and sell internationally. And the people that could do that are the international sales agents uh, that you'll find at these markets. So... Uh, but what I'm getting at is that the, the sales aren't truly what they used to be. So you have to see, one, how how good can they do, how, how how far can their reach be and how much money can they pull in. Hopefully, maybe that'll be a lot and, and you'll do well. Uh, but also, what is the other value of having your film on all these platforms? Obviously, nobody wants to go in and say, well, it's a losing proposition. I'm going to lose money. But... Look, try your best to do that, and hopefully the sales agent, distributor will try their best to do that. But at the same time, look at it from what have you gained, right? What have you gained from uh, getting your film out there? I could I could talk about one huge director that has a huge series on Netflix now that uh, his first film was a very small film made for $40,000. And I will, I love saying this, this little asterisk here is that the producer of the film read my book Bankroll and was able to raise the money for the film. So then he was able to get the money and this director that is now huge in the horror world uh, directed this $40,000 film. The film itself did not make money, but did get out there and it was a very good, scary little movie, right? But that led him to get then a three, $4 million semi-studio movie and then studio 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 movie and now netflix series and so uh that first movie while forty thousand dollar budget 
I it probably made its budget back or close to its budget back, right? So you're not even make, you're not making that much money, but you're not necessarily losing money. At the same time, led to a monster, monster career for him, and <laughs> legitimately, literally a monster career because he's in uh, the horror world. And so you look at it that, from that, like, what does getting your film out in the world and being able to say, "Yeah, oh, yeah, go on uh, uh, iTunes right now, you can watch my movie," and what does that give you value-wise? You have to look at that too. So ultimately, the path of film sales is a unique one and has a lot of challenges, but they are challenges that you can navigate. And I hope this gives you some insight into the world of film sales. Oh, man, that, that was some fantastic advice, Tom, and, and super inspirational, too, as well as, you know, the idea of in, in addition to having a path on how to produce a film, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, not letting anything distract you. But the idea that you can level up from where you're at right now, you know, the goal of what we talk about here at Filmmaking Stuff isn't just to help you produce like no budget backyard indies. You know, if that's where you're at right now, that's absolutely something you, you can and must focus on because you got to level up. But the goal is to continue to level up, to think bigger and beyond just the project you're working on now, but to think about your career as, you know, this journey or to use the term that we keep using over the past three episodes, this path. So your journey is your filmmaking career, and the path to making your film really breaks down into these three past episodes, which is, and just to reiterate, if you haven't listened to them, go back. Uh, the first episode, Tom talks about film funding. The next episode, Tom talks about film producing. And you just heard the episode about film sales and film distribution. So it's been my great honor to uh, be able to host uh, this podcast so that Tom could come in here and share some of this advice with you. I hope you got a lot out of it. Uh, if you're interested in more of the filmmaking stuff that Tom was mentioning, check out filmmakingstuffhq.com. And once again, filmmakingstuffhq.com. Thanks. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.